Hey everyone, welcome to Creepy Inquiries. A podcast dedicated to all things creepy, spoopy, and true crimey. With your hosts, Miss Kevin and Edie, your friendly neighborhood queers. Let's and cute <laughs> how was your week my week well i i am barely surviving this godforsaken heat that is yeah. it's so crippling hot. our swamp town right yeah. now yeah yeah you really it's extra swampy swamp oh, like i mean it's not like it's any better here i think the humidity is yeah. probably like two percentage points lower <laughs> Oof. yeah so. it is my garden is not doing well, no, which makes me no. sad. Oh, no. Garden of Eden. Oh, literal garden, not yeah, yeah, yeah. a euphemism for your bush. No, but <laughs> I mean, we can say that, though, too. Because no, my heat. garden is not doing that great. Oh, no. yes. <laughs> it took oh, me far boy. too long to be like, oh, actual plants. Actually, <laughs> I it took me a long time to real to figure out where you were going, Edie. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm always. I I'm there. It. I live there. She I does. live there. They do. Yeah. they do. They live in the gutter. Yeah. So we uh, uh, this week we we did some fun things. We hung out with some yeah. friends. I went to go see a movie. I went to go see Thor: Love and Thunder. Ah, uh-huh, we've wow. reached we've reached maximum mm. Taika. How was it? I enjoyed it. I think Ragnarok was a little better, but I it enjoyed so it. Good. Ragnarok was yeah. excellent. The gold bloom of it all. The gold bloom, the Cape Blanchette of it all. Oh, truly. It was lovely. This one was great because especially you get to see Thor's butt. No. Yeah, full on oh. Hemsworth butt. Who's Thor? Who's Thor? Which one? No, who plays Thor? I mean, Chris who Hemsworth. Plays Thor? Chris Hemsworth. Sorry, it's okay. It's okay. I, I was being weird know, about it. Y'all know, I don't know culture, pop culture references at all, and I do get that it infuriates a lot of people. But I don't it's, know. I'm so sorry. It's only because <laughs> like pop culture references are the way that I interact with other human beings. Mm-hmm. I know, which shows the strength of our friendship. That yeah. it really truly of- does. That we can't communicate in that way. And yet. It, it truly <laughs> does are. show that we are true friends and our friendship yeah. is real and our Kevin's friendship is strong. Kevin's the same way. Kevin's the same way. I can't tell you how many times he got mad at me for not watching music videos in high school. Yeah, but like we, you and I have our own sets of pop culture yeah. references oh, that course. we refer to each other. Absolutely. So it was good. I had a good week and I just, I pray that it, well, I don't pray, but I hope that it gets less deathly hot outside because it's no yeah. bueno. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and like, let's let's all just take a moment to thank Satan for the return of male buns to the big Hail screen. <laughs> Satan. There was a time, a beautiful time in like the 80s and 90s where it was buns aplenty. Buns. And then we had Plain a dearth buns. of buns. It was like a literal bakery. Yeah. And, it was a bakery. And then that went away. And, and now away. we're cooking uh, cakes again. We're cooking woo! cakes again. Pigs back on the menu, boys. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the new PDs at work has uh-huh. a he he is a man with a bun, and where we live, uh, that's a first. I don't think anybody's ever seen it before. Yeah, I can imagine. And only a public defender in a rural county would have only. A and bun. yes, I did appreciate it for that exact reason. But I feel mm. like I should. Part of me is like, dude, I get it. Be yourself. But the judges talk. That's <laughs> true. And they're going to be only talking about so, the bun. No, I know. And they're so catty. They're so catty. And they're so judgy. <laughs> Judges wait, 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 wait. Breaking news here. Judges no, are judgy. That's a sclusy. That's a sclusy for me. Creepy and creepy Yes, very. Anyway. <laughs> it is it is bun season. Uh, I mean, are, out, there are a lot out. of there's a lot of good uh lady buns happening too, I assume. Well, yes, lady buns are always happening, of course. Yeah. I just put my hair into a lady bun. I mean, Margot Robbie on the Barbie set. Looks fantastic. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is it like is it too early to say that this is gonna be the greatest film of our generation? <sighs> Greta Gerwig's Barbie. Margot Robbie is Barbie. Ryan Gosling is Ken. Will Ferrell is in the mix doing something. I don't care what. I don't know. And I'm I I, I, I have just... nothing expected from it. I don't know. I saw the clip of them shooting where uh, Ken was very scared. There was like a scene where like some guy oh, came up and this. like smacked her butt and he got spooked by that. And he like kind of screamed. Oh God. I don't know what that means. Okay. So I don't know. But he's got under, but he's got underwear that yes. like Calvin Klein, but it says Ken. Yeah. Yeah. But it says Ken yeah. though. Says so Ken. this is going to, there's there's no way that this movie can be bad. Uh-uh. Mm. Yeah. I'm here for yeah. it. I am so here for it. Oh, and it's speaking of movies, slight left turn. I just saw the trailer for Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever, and that trailer mm. looks mm. gorgeous. I it does look it. very – it looks good, and it's coming for Avatar 2, The Way of oh. Water, because there's a lot of water in that Wakanda trailer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're in the ocean. I think Atlantis is in the mix. I so think so. We're gonna have to do some Atlantean stories in the lead up to November. I think that's great. I was just thinking this week, like we should we should plan out um, our like spooky season just to Ooh. make sure that oh. nobody only to make sure that no one overlaps. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I'm, I, I get that. That's true. But yeah, time is running out. You're absolutely right. That's true. And, and like, we should get on that. Yeah, spooky season is almost upon us. Okay, I'll put something together. Um, I'll Yay. put an email together. 
Because I was looking into it, I was because I was doing something, and I was like, no, I want to do that for Halloween. And I was like, oh, I want to do that around, like, the fall. And then I was like, oh, God, I hope other people don't do that. What if someone else does this? that's a smart idea. So. Not only are you gorgeous, but you are smart, too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of smart, did we just see that Betty move? The Betty corral? I had baby. to corral her. I had to mute my mic to corral her into her dog bed so that she wouldn't click clack around. <laughs> I um, did and hear I also her, her nails. There's um you can't see it because it's not on her yet, but we did get her a set of reusable oh, doggy diapers. Yeah. I saw they're it's actually happening. very they're actually very cute. But they're what very, does the vet say? Cute. We haven't She's taken her yet, but Oh, okay. we, she'd had similar problems a year, like a year ago around the time of our last trip to the vet. Mm. And the vet said, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not often enough to be an issue and said that if it really does ramp up that there are like estrogen pills that she can mm-hmm. take yeah. uh, that apparently will strengthen her pelvic floor. But, yeah. you know, I... That's true in humans, too. Because you cannot <laughs> teach a dog kegels. You just no, cannot. No, she doesn't get it. And she sometimes get kegels, kegels aren't enough. No, she doesn't get That's it. That's true. But uh, it's surprisingly very emotional for me and my partner to see her in a little diapy. Yeah. In a little nappy. I bet. Yeah. Well, she's getting older. Uh, I hate it. I hate I that know. she's getting older. I, I hate know. it. There's uh, stupid. No amount of time with this perfect angel will be enough, no. but mm-hmm. that is the thing about life and being alive. That is very but, true. Um, yeah. And also my uh, partner is on this 100 degree day, maybe 100 plus degree day, going to an outdoor all day concert. Why? 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 Valen- it's, it's, it's like an all day emo concert. So he's got to go. All that black. He's got to go. Oh my well, god! It's he's like telling him he's not allowed to wear pants. He can't wear black pants. Uh, he might. He <laughs> might wear shorts. I just don't okay. know. I don't think that decision has been made. Um, wear shorts, please. Heat stroke is not. I know. Emo. I know. Well, we drank a lot of water <laughs> yesterday. Right. Encouraged. Nick, encouraged him, him to, to drink a, a lot of water yesterday. Yeah. Give <laughs> Give him your sternest look. Before yeah. He leaves. This. Well, this is like I'm worried about like a Woodstock 99 situation happening. Well, <laughs> I think this is going to be a little less intense. This is um, emo day One at the hopes. pier. So, yeah, it is uh, emo day. So there's just going to be a lot of like – there's going to be a lot of lip rings, a lot yeah. of eyebrow rings. rings. A lot of metal on faces. And it's going to be a lot of running mascara. Yes. And eyeliner. On purpose. And sweating. No, purpose. it's going to be yeah. sweating. Yeah. It's going to be a wet yeah. face. Those little rubber bracelets that our parents uh, thought meant that we were uh, all blowing each other. What? Yes. That was like the like they're having rainbow parties and blowing each other. Wow. And they have to I there was, it was like, thought that. No, yeah, it was I know, it was like a local news Absolute, scare thing. No, I certainly wasn't because nope. I was a huge nerd. I was a friendless nerd. But I'm others just saying, maybe were blowing I don't each think, other. It was the I scare think, thing. I don't know what you're talking Wearing about. Wearing different, the girls would <laughs> supposedly wear different colored lipsticks and like 
blow I owned lipstick until I was 25. Friends. Oh. And then like the, the Oh, I see. The boys' dicks would get all different colored y- lipsticks. Y- yes, and then the girls yes. would get like the bracelets that corresponded to their lipsticks. Why? I don't no, this was probably not actually happening. It's one of those I like knockout game it. type things. That's like it's yeah, not it real, like but like WBAL TV eleven news is going to tell you it's real. <laughs> Jane Miller and the I team are Miller. on it. Oh, she's retiring this year. He's retiring. Oh. Jane Where's Miller. That? Thank right you. This is like deep Baltimore lore. Our yeah. Baltimore listeners might give <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. half a shit that Jane Miller is retiring. <laughs> But also, we have we have very important business to get down to today. So let's talk to our listeners about what the <laughs> fuck is going on. So we have episode thirty four today. We I'm do. very, I'm very excited for my story, but not for the reasons you're probably thinking of. Uh, the intrigue. The intrigue. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I and am intrigued. Miss, I think you got your spoopy story. I am. I'm spooked today. Nice. Coming in hot how you, on spoop. How do you feel about it? Oh, it's good. Okay. It's great. It'll be good. It's short and sweet yes. and I'm it's excited. fun. It's a fun. It's not a heavy story at all. P- 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 party. I <laughs> <Okay>. say. <laughs> party. 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 Ooh. I think that was me trying to say, well, then should we start our stories? Yeah, that's it, absolutely it just came Kevin. out as party. You know what? Like we got what the vibe. We got the, the essence. We got the essence of what you were saying. I am Kevin, so glad. Regale mm-hmm. us with a tale, Kevin. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Do I have a tale? This story gets me so fired up. Ooh. Okay. <sighs> All right. Before we get into the true crime story today. It would yes. be awesome if you can use that share link button thingy on whichever platform you're listening to right now, listener, and sending us out to one of your friends. Yes, please. Sharing preferably, is caring. Yeah, preferably a friend that is queer and or into true crime things. Send it to Jane Miller. Or nice. Send it to Jane Miller. <laughs> Let her investigate us. But yeah, that's what I encourage. <laughs> <laughs> you guys and Jane Miller is killing me. I don't know why. She was integral to my growing up. I feel she like sure she was. was maybe like one no, of the sure. first like butch people that. I saw on That's TV. That's true. She yeah. really was, honestly. I think I will definitely Baltimore agree queer you. icon Jane Miller. <laughs> <laughs> whether she wants it or not. <laughs> yeah, whether she wants it or knows it. <laughs> She's so, like, yes. I'm just here for the news, people. Thank you, Jane, for all your service. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, in, in talking of shout outs, I do want to also give another shout out to mm. my lovely husband, Ben, who suggested this story. He found it. He husband. brought it to me. Husband's Ben. Kissy, kissy. Very cool. I can't. Yeah, you two was, do kissies together in a matrimonial way. Ew. In a, Ew. In betrothed. We are full on betrothed. It's true. <laughs> so um, yeah, thank you, thank you, husband, for bringing this to my attention. Found it in Wonderful. the library, and he made copies of it to bring back home. To me. You found Yay, it in the library and made copies. It was very cute, and um, I'm so glad librarian husband. Mm-hmm. I am so glad he did. So let's slay this story. The house down boots for your nerve, realness, <laughs> mama. 
right. He sounds like a Target commercial in June. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is a queer bait commercial. We're serving corporate pride tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight. Tonight, darling. But uh, but yes, uh, uh, today's story subject should definitely be read for filth. Oh, because this person is. I'm trying to make it lighthearted at the beginning so we can slide <laughs> no, on down the hill. Because it's gonna get like too real. It's gonna get dark. It'll get dark. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. That's where we're at. All right. Yeah. Today we're gonna be discussing a murderer. Nice. A specialized murderer, in fact. Mm. A sadistic murderer, even. Mm. Okay. And so when I said earlier they should be read for filth, uh, mm. I am not talking about your run-of-the-mill Ted Bundy type of murderer. Run of the, oh. You hear that, Ted? You hear you that, hear Ted that? in hell? You're boring. You're you basic. <laughs> you're basic. Yeah, fuck you, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, We've yeah, broken, I, miss. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm in a weird space today, and I'm just loving it. Anyway. Anyway. Live, laugh, loving it. <laughs> I am truly talking about a gruesome, insane, unhinged, diabolical murderess with no conscience. Murderess. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Yeah, she she is a prolific one, and Where? she was. I think we're about to find out. I guess we're going, I, I, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're going through our rolodex, our mental mm-hmm. rolodex of ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This killer is forever known as a monster with a uniquely American criminal experience, mm-hmm. 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 and I am so glad that actually we're going to be talking about her today because not because of who she is, but just how evil of an American monster she was. And we can keep talking about her so more people know how Mm -hmm, awful. mm -hmm. All right. Some preliminary hints for today's story. Number one, the story takes place in towns surrounding the Maryland-Delaware line. Mm, Okay. Not where I was going. Okay. Okay. Misses out. She she thought she had it. I thought I had it. I was out. We are in the early 1800s. What? Oh. And. Oh, no. as I aforementioned. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, as I aforementioned, the story will be heavy and rough. Oh, so okay. let's kiki as much as possible through it. Yeah. I think oh, I no. know. We kikied all the way through state killings last week. We can mm-hmm. kiki through uh-huh. this. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Kiki's yeah. strong. It's stronger than death. <laughs> well, um, Miss, I know you went, oh, so you, um, you don't think you have it anymore, do you? I have an idea. I have a new idea. Okay. I well, thought I had it. I don't have it. The you, location you it and time. I don't have it. Okay. Okay. Can I? Okay. Should I guess? Well, I'm about to say it. So is it underground? Yes. Is it a railroad? Oh no. There's something of that effect. Oh no. Or is it oh, about no. a specific person? It is. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go. All right. Oh, God. We're going to be talking about the diabolical Patty Cannon. Yes. Do we know yep. her? We do. Miss, oh. I know her. I know her. I don't. I don't. Oh, this is dark. Oh, no. The name is like <laughs> vaguely familiar and I don't. Mm-hmm. You're well, in this for is good. it. You're in oh, for fuck. it. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. You're in a perfect position to be the audience. 
Yeah, I you're gonna learn. Really about don't her. love that there's her. an there's a fucking underground railroad angle to this. I hate I know. that. You know, fuck. Know. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> if this there. doesn't end with um, it ends. We're gonna see how it ends. It actually it ends. Does, it does on end. A, there's an ending, and there's some sort of just Harriet Tubman shoot her in her fucking head. Harriet Tubman comes back to life as a in some Quentin Tarantino zombie. version of the yeah. movie, yeah. As a zombie. yeah, in the like in the fixing revisionist history version of yes. it. Yes, <laughs> Hitler She's gets like burned a, down in a movie theater. This yeah. chick gets shot in the head by Somewhere Harriet Tubman. The Tarantino multiverse that happened. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's too many feet close-ups in the Tarantino multiverse, though. It's too too many. So there is debate yeah. on Patty's birth year. Some say it was around 1759 or 1760. Mm-hmm. Others say it could have been as late as 1769. We definitely know she died on May 11th, 1829, and we will talk mm. about that later. Oh, okay. Okay. Patty was a murderer, yes, but she was also an owner of enslaved people. But even worse so, she was the co-leader <laughs> of the Cannon Johnson Gang of Maryland, Delaware. The group operated in the early 19th century to abduct hundreds of free black people as well as runaway enslaved people to sell into slavery in the South. Oh, absolutely. Fuck her. Her activity was so prolific, it became known as the reverse Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, saying, I'm not saying she was a bit part in the reverse Underground Railroad. I'm saying she kind of ran the Delmarva Peninsula and the Chesapeake mm-hmm. Bay operation. Uh, the U.S. was like 24 states at that point, <laughs> so it was like a good chunk of the country yeah. she was yeah, sure. working. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to breeze right on by what I had just said earlier about the Reverse Underground Railroad. What the fuck? Yeah, it's the just reverse like it's underground really, railroad. It's real. It's real. Um, there's no reason for it, so it's just like real sadistic, just for funsies, like. Uh huh. She does it for the the pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that that sums it up. Right? Uh, she she did a lot of evil deeds. She didn't do them all by herself. No, 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 no. As I said, she was the head of the Cannon Johnson gang. The Johnson part of that name was for Joseph Johnson, one of Patty's sons-in-law. And what they lacked in actually being related, they made up for in viciousness and cruelty. And we will get to Joe later. Right now, mm. we're going to talk about Patty and her early life. What up? Patty, 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 Patty. Miss Thing started her evil journey after she married a local farmer named Jesse Cannon. And mm. they lived near what is now called Reliance, which is a town that straddles the border of Maryland and Delaware. On the Maryland side, it's on Caroline and Dorchester counties. And on the mm-hmm. Delaware side, it's Sussex County. Mm-hmm. Her husband, Jesse Cannon, mm-hmm. died around 1826 under mysterious circumstances. Mm. And that was well into her journey of hell. Uh, not much is known, though, about Patty's early life. Mm-hmm. Some records indicate that Cannon was born uh, with the name Martha or Lucretia. Mm, I like that better. She doesn't deserve the name Lucretia. It no, is she too doesn't. badass for her. It's a oh, good yeah. name. Yeah. No, she doesn't get it. 
Cannon reportedly worked as a barmaid and then later on as a sex worker. She even made plans to open her own brothel. Miss Patty, who was known for her unpleasant demeanor, was great. Not successful great, awesome. in that endeavor. <laughs> yeah, it's a really yeah, sort of like it's on like, one hand, it should be pretty easy. Like, eh. Yeah. Like, I have it. I have yeah. it. You want it? Like customer like, service like, is like yeah, a really big like, even basically, like just not not being a monster is really all you gotta yeah. do. It's like mm-hmm. the ultimate hospitality industry. So really? like, yes. I maybe mean, don't be like the worst asshole in the world yeah. and people will come to your brothel. Or if you are, just speak without words. Let's use our body language. Let's, yes. <laughs> listen, I don't need her to get more customers. I'm just saying in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not, giving, more, we're not giving Patty advice. more flies with honey than vinegar. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. Yeah, slather honey wrong. on your titties. Why are you dunking yourself in vinegar, Patty? <laughs> Seriously. Why are you taking vinegar baths? It's very oh she has sunburn. It's very good if you have sunburn. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh yeah, now so I'm this... just no wonder I hate summer. I spent half of it as a child in a vinegar bath. Mm. <laughs> oh no oh no. Yeah. Takes the heat out of sunburn. Oof. I got skunked you in got New Jersey skunked. and had to do. Did you get tomatoed? I got tomatoed and then I real I learned like this year that that doesn't work <laughs> and so we wasted cans and cans. Of tomato bullshit. No, anyway, no, no. anyway. Anyway, back to Patty. Back to that fucking asshole, Patty. Yeah, so <laughs> Patty was having trouble attracting Johns by the age of 24. And with her dreams of becoming a madam crushed, she opened a mm. tavern that would later become a central location for her criminal activities. Another industry where you need to talk to people and have them like you. Yeah. She can be the boss as long as she's not around the customers. <laughs> That's also if true. If you're one of the only taverns, though, from miles around, I guess yeah, you'll yeah. put up with it. Regardless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Patty and her husband, they had at least one daughter that we know of. Some sources mm. have said two. And one of the daughter's names, I believe, is Mary, who's the only daughter that was written about because of her marriages that associated Mm. Patty with her crimes. Mary's first marriage was to Mm. a man named Henry Brereton. Henry was a blacksmith by day, but by other part of day, he was into kidnapping free black people to sell into chattel slavery. So not cute. Fucking not cute at all. Fuck you, Henry. Not another side hustle from you. Blacksmith make things that aren't swords, but like my D and D brain is like it's just yeah, all well, swords and shields and armor and cool stuff and knives and daggers, right? But it's like buy one, yeah. I'll buy one just to kill you with it. How about oh, that? Yeah, um, there are no records of Patty Cannon's infamous deeds until 1808, when she was in her early 40s. So again, mm. not much is known about what really went on in those first three decades of her life, but they probably weren't good. That's a theme of the episode. Same with my story. Work. See, we are so smart together. We vibe. Henry Brereton, the first husband, he got himself arrested, charged, convicted, and imprisoned in 1811 for those kidnappings. Hmm. But he ended up escaping from the Georgetown, Delaware jail shortly after oh, his conviction. He didn't. He didn't like not being free. No, he didn't like it. Did he have a problem he didn't like with that? that? And so he escaped. Man, fuck this fuck. 
fuck this fuck. After his escape, Patty, Henry, and Henry's friend, Joseph Griffin, who, whatever, they all- Who's this guy, Joe? Who's this guy, Joe? (laughs) He's a nobody in the history. He's not even like a a person to remember in a Patty Cannon. He's got a truck, you know, like we need a guy with a truck, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the, the getaway. But they all ended up conspiring to ambush a carriage of a patron of Patty's bar. Don't worry, though. That Don't worry. That victim that they decided to jump, that guy was a real piece of shit. He was also an enslaved person traitor. Oh, good. We don't I care. feel nothing. Feel nothing. Yeah. Like, okay. It's a, that's a I wash. I hope it was brutal it's, and painful It's and neutral. Slow. Yeah. yeah. So I hope it Patty, was brutal and slow. <laughs> Patty and her crew at the tavern got that guy liquored up. That's when they ambushed him. And he later died of a gunshot wound from that fight. Hmm. Because they were stealing, they were stealing from him as well. So they killed Fun. him to steal. Yeah, it's great. Felony murder. <laughs> and then after that, Henry and that guy Joseph Griffin were captured by the police again. They were charged for that murder of that enslaved person traitor. And hmm. Henry and Joseph were hanged around noon on April 13th, 1813. Almost two years to the day that he had escaped prison the first time. Hmm. So racist some bitch went bye-bye. Bye. Don't miss you, Rod. This is, it's, it's really like, man, the state shouldn't be in the business of killing anybody. But. Like, nothing of value was lost here, except. Yeah, it's hard. That it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I can't celebrate it. I can't celebrate I can't it. Either, but also but I don't also, miss them. No, it's also yeah. easier because of, uh. The time that has passed as well and the people. Yeah, it's a long time ago. They'd be dead now anyway. Fuck them. Fully dead. They'd be like way dead dead now. No, and not not that that makes it better. I'm just saying like I think it makes it easier for us to be more flippant about it. (laughs) More reactive to it. Yeah. State shouldn't kill anybody, even total assholes. Correct. Uh, Yeah, I think we have to agree with that. Sometime after Henry's hanging, Patty's daughter, Mary, found another world beater of a husband. This guy also was in the business of free people kidnapping. His name was Joe Johnson. Great. Awesome. Yeah, I'm guessing Patty probably steered her daughter in that kind of direction to court Joe because she probably got that taste of the illegal trading of humans. And she wanted more. And she wanted more. It's bad. Their social circle is bad. So Joe, boy howdy, did he become Patty's most notorious partner in crime. Great. It was a perfect setup for them too. The family combined um, had properties along Delaware and Maryland border, which included a Mm. farm and a tavern, uh, all within a few miles of each other. Oh, no. It's really reverse underground railroading, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yes. Yes. Both locations were part of their nightmarish practices. Great. (sighs) So these illegal human traders um, used several methods to lure their victims, often with direct threats of violence or physical harm. But a lot of times the Cannon Johnson gang would lure their victims by offering them money to help them, you know, for example, unload a boat that they had docked. You know, they get that person to the boat. Once they get them in the boat, gang member would come up behind them and put them in chains immediately. 
The gang would then sail down the Nanticoke River, where then they would unload them, and then it's there to the Chesapeake Bay, which is then down to the East Coast, which is then down to all the slave states. <clears throat> that is what they did, and they did it prolifically. Sounds great. Mm. More gruesomely, black children were especially vulnerable. Kidnappers Fuck. would lure them with literal candy. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe Victim. that. I believe every second of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's build a time machine. Let's just fucking build a time machine. Yeah. We know how to do it. Yeah. So I have a question, Kevin. Can you clarify, when is this about? When is this taking place? So this is in the first two decades of the 1800s. Did you read anything that this had to do with, um, I forget what it's called, but we were no longer allowed to bring in new slaves from slave trading? I think right? so, yes. So, because that was right around the turn of the century. So we couldn't import new slaves, you know, quote unquote. I'm sure mm-hmm. they still did, but the law was that you could not import mm-hmm. new slaves. So I'm just thinking like timeline-wise, this makes perfect sense because yeah. I'm yeah. sure at this time people are, we don't have enough bodies to mm-hmm. what, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's so I'm, hard to I'm just thinking this. like this yeah. is just, this is just like a, she's just an opportunist. Yeah. She there's saw, a supply the demand. Market. Yes. That's exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh, it's it's a hundred percent on yeah. on point. Uh, no. Victims could be sold for up to two hundred to three hundred dollars each, which no, is several thousands of dollars in today's money. Yeah, great. And they did this thousands of times. Oh, and you know what else? This makes me think. Like, as white ch- as a white child, I mm-hmm. was taught the you know the Underground Railroad as it was taught to me was mostly like white abolitionists opening yeah. their homes. Mm-hmm. And that's not really how nice it was. white people. Yeah. It's yeah. not, no. it's not how it was. It's not how it was. It's no. there, there was, you know, no, it wasn't. There was cooperate. There was some cooperation between sure. white abolitionists and, and black people who were liberating themselves. Uh, but like this story, this kind of reverse railroad situation shows why it makes sense that it wasn't mm-hmm. a just like go from white house to white house because you couldn't trust these people. White people. Yep. Yep. No, and that's not to say that there wasn't there weren't white people. No, there's involved there certainly there were. were. It's just it's a it's it's a pat on the back that white people absolutely don't yeah. deserve. And just, that, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the, sorry, Kevin. The, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Cannon Johnson gang included white and black people, hmm, not that's... not voluntarily. Among them ah. were Henry Carr and John Purnell. They were men that would be used as decoys, being oh. of mixed race themselves, to get mm. young black people aboard their boats um, oh, or fuck. carriages wherever. Imagine being those guys. I know. I don't know. God damn. Because what are you going to do? You know, like it's what life or you? death for you too. What are you going to fucking yeah. do? If I you're not going to do yeah. it, then you have to face the wrath of Patty. And Patty, I haven't even gotten to yet, but she has a house of horrors that is akin to Madame LaLaurie. Like, <gasps> oh, I was, I was thinking this. I was like, is this a Kathy Bates? Is I'm this like, a Ryan, Kathy Bates where is a Patty when- Cannon? Like, where oh, is at this a, point, he'd in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two, he would fuck it up. 
Yeah. He can't do anything good anymore. But like this at least would be a great monster that we could watch get annihilated again. Like we got to see Kathy Bates in Coven. You know, she got her head chopped yeah. off. That, oh, was great. that was so good. Unsurprisingly, reports showed that Patty's tavern contained hidden rooms built especially mm. for and torturing captives. Oh, great. Oh. oh. And for years, Patty and her gang, which at its peak numbered around 60, were illegally capturing victims, selling them. And then they would just evade the cops by moving from one side of the state line to the other. (laughs) Rinse and repeat, years on end, make that money. It was so easy to get away with bullshit then. It was so easy. Crossing state lines. It's literally the matter of crossing state lines. They committed as many as 30 murders. Thousands of kidnappings, countless thefts, and uh, other crimes galore, torture, of course. The Mm -hmm. gang was tied to murders and kidnappings in huge cities such as Philadelphia, Baltimore, Mm -hmm. what, what, and Washington, (laughs) D.C., as well as small counties throughout eastern Maryland and southern Delaware. Local law enforcement officials were reluctant to halt those illegal practices, given the lack of a, you know, concern most people had in, mm-hmm. uh, in authority felt for black people. Something I was going to say, who, who would care? Who would care? Like, even if, even if the cops caught up with them, I mean, what's the consequence, really? Right. And they may have also been afraid of the gang's reputation for violence, be, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. And yeah. in 1822, some of the gang members were finally caught and tried for crimes. One of them was Joe Johnson, Patty's second son-in-law. Joe was the only one, oddly, that was brought to court, and he was charged with kidnapping, and I'm not sure why he was the only one. Uh, Records are scant on this. But he was convicted, and as punishment, he was given 39 lashes and placed in the pillory for an hour. Oh, and the soft parts of his ears were cut off. Yikes! Whoa! Whoa! Also, like that's why we we don't need to. That's a large number of lashes. (laughs) It is. Yeah, it is. And those can be like fatal. They can be, but they weren't for him. Mm -hmm. He made it. Man, it's bad. It's that's that's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. There's no, you know, there's no win. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. Nobody fucking wins. It just is. It it is. It's. He yeah. did that thing, and, and now everyone happened. knows about it. And, and uh, he was that's it. he was released. They will know and... by his lobeless ears. Yeah, they, the terrors um, that he had wrought on others. Yeah, he was released, and soon after, he and his brother Ebenezer, who was also a member of the gang, fled south to either okay. Alabama or Mississippi. Ugh. So that brings us to the year of eighteen twenty-six. There were a few authorities who were aiding in recovering and freeing the kidnapped victims from the surprise. Surprise. And there's always a few. They did as best as they could. Of course, they couldn't locate everyone. Uh, A lot of them were killed um, as soon as they were sold. And it Mm -hmm. was, as you were saying, nobody fucking wins in this scenario. But also, especially, I'm so pissed that I, like, Miss, when did you find out about Patty Cannon? Honestly, not until I moved to Delaware. Um, mm-hmm. So I was 30, 31. Mm-hmm. Yep. I moved to, I went to Delaware for school. So 
but no, I mean, we grew up, all three of us grew up in Maryland. Yep. Yeah. Um, I have no fucking idea Baltimore. about any of this shit. Goddamn idea. And nope. no, no. And had I had it like, and I only knew it because I don't even know how it came up, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. I didn't learn about it until I was in law school. It's horseshit that we were adults when we learned about this. It's mm-hmm. absolutely honestly, fucking horseshit. And honestly, had I never moved to Delaware, I would have never known it. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to fast forward. We're fast forwarding now to the year of 1829. This is the year okay. she dies. TikTok, cool. Patty. <laughs> a tenant farmer who was working on Patty's farmland discovered a blue chest while he was out plowing mm. the field. The chest was filled with human bones. Great. Oh my God, Patty. Keeping the bones in a chest. What a sadistic fuck this woman is. Yeah. Yeah. And then soon word got out. Rumors began to swirl. The remains were believed to be from one of those quote unquote victims from her tavern that was also buying and selling Mm -hmm. humans. Yeah. But they believed it was that one person in particular was talking about from the year 1820 got it okay nine years she kept this dude's bones oh gross patty for what reason (laughs) (sighs) like i don't okay all right never mind after the discovery a man named cyrus james who was purchased by patty when he was Mm. seven years old cyrus was often used as a decoy to lure other victims into being kidnapped the law enforcement officials ended up finding him, capturing him, bringing him in for questioning. That was where Cyrus completely spilled as much as he knew. He turned on Go Patty ahead. immediately and he confessed to his many crimes. You know, he knew Patty and the gang members committed. Cyrus told authorities about several other bodies that were buried on Patty's property and that one day he had literally witnessed her murder a child of one of the women that she owned. Mm. Oh, gosh. Cyrus recalls the child was injured and it was crying. And according to him, Cannon took it out of the room and it never returned. Cyrus even took authorities to Patty Cannon's property. There, they found the remains of three children. Mm. Oh, Patty. Why are we killing kids? Well, she doesn't think they're not, they're not human beings to her. She doesn't give a fuck. Uh-huh. She was promptly arrested in April of 1829, indicted mm-hmm. on four counts of murder by a grand jury of 24 white males. Yep. And after that, Patty was put on trial, and mm-hmm. she was convicted on all four counts. And she was sentenced to death by hanging. At wow. her trial... Newly freed people that were stolen by Cannon and the gang came out to testify if they had been rescued. They told ghastly stories. Wow. About, you know, one person testified that she was kidnapped in 1825 and was kept in Patty's home uh, before being moved to Joe's Tavern. She was held in that tavern for five months under the doors. Jesus. Brutal, disgusting things. But of course, Patty Cannon, being the stunt queen that she thought she was, <laughs> while she was sitting in prison days before she was due to be hanged, cops found Patty dead in her cell. Oh. And it, was, it was due to a suspected um, self-poisoning. Mm. And it was believed she was about 70 years old at the time. Oh, she Whatever. just fucking, She's okay. Die anyway. Yep. Look. 
I am against the death penalty for everyone. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. It also is a huge, huge, like, coward move to be like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it myself. And I'm going to do it with, like, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe she felt like poisoning was going to be less intense for her. Maybe than she hanging wanted would to go be. out She's not going to give her the satisfaction. On her terms, exactly. Yeah, yeah she's denying she's denying the state and her victims. I don't give a fuck about what she denies the state, but yeah. her victims, the satisfaction. I mm-hmm. mean, this was yeah. the time when this is what, you know, if you would ask those victims what they wanted yeah. to happen to Patty. Yeah. You know. The only justice think, at the time would have been. They might have, they might have said hang her. You know, I don't know. Yeah, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. But so, yeah, it's just like, man, fuck you, Patty. Fuck Patty. She was found dead. She was buried outside of the Sussex County Courthouse, initially in the graveyard on the property. Come to the year 1907, and that graveyard was dug up because they wanted to build a parking lot for the new jailhouse. <laughs> yeah. So the, the remains of the graveyard, which included Patty, <laughs> were all moved to a pauper's grave or what's known as a potter's field. Yeah. Um, that's just a mass grave of unknown or unclaimed bodies. just dumped bodies. her in a hole. Oh. But um, as they were excavating, someone took her skull. And a family owned, had nice. kept <laughs> a skull in their attic for decades after that. And it was not until 1961 that they took it out of their attic and they brought it to the Dover Library. for a literal reminder of her heinous acts essentially to keep her and have her story as a public reminder like fuck her skull i guess but you could also just like fucking throw it out you could but yeah but also you know i get i get why keeping it i do i do get it yeah it's a it's, it's going to make you look at it. It's going to make you want to know it's more. petty, and I'm here for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, honestly, I am here for it. Who cares? And like, then as of the year 2010, it's been on a long-term loan to the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. They oh. apparently wanted to study what, quote, settler life was in the Chesapeake. <laughs> yeah, you could call okay. it settler life. Yeah, you yeah. could call it that. Were, but again, was, she, was she a settler, or was she... You know, anyway. let's ask Mr. Smithsonian. I'm not sure. Hey, I'm Greg Smithsonian. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I just think the skull is neat. There's been no movie adaptation of Patty. She's been featured on one episode of a TV show called Deadly Women and a mm. few books about her in the 1800s. But again, Ryan Murphy, come on now. Give us a screen ad- adaptation. Yeah. And hire somebody better to, than, than you to do it. What about Patty Lapone? What about Patty? Patty does Patty. Patty is Patty. Patty Patty as Patty. Patty. Oh, Patty LuPone would crush it. She fucking would. That would be amazing. Anyway, that's the story of Patty Patricia Cannon, the truly Uh, American monster. God, what a cunt. Oh, rotten hell, asshole. Yeah. Uh, I hope there's a hell just so you can run. Yeah, she sucks. And it really sucks that we didn't. That know we're not, uh, no, we're not no. taught about her. Yep. No. That's bullshit. It is kind of cool that her skull is in a museum. That's kind of cool. It is. I appreciate <laughs> it. It's like pretty I, metal I, and cool. And I, I hope it is simply for pettiness. I simply, truly hope so. 
simply just because. Yeah, just because fuck your skull, Patty. I guess the Smithsonian couldn't put that down as their official reason for wanting to Probably, acquire right? it. So they had to be like, uh, Chesapeake life? Study We're that? Study minerals of her bones. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kevin, for that story. Yeah, thanks, Kev. Yeah, man. Thank you. I'm sorry I had to have told it. I am. No, it's important. It's. In, I think it is important for more people I think to we, know. That I think is we our what history. We could to lighten it up. Yeah. In our own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oof. Well, Miss. Yeah. Can you can you spoop us up? Is it lighthearted? Yeah. Yep. It's lighthearted. It's easy breezy and beautiful. I, Cover girl. Hell yes, yes, it is. Um, and honestly, it's because I I joke around and say I hate summer, but I truly hate summer. And I've just been like dreaming of fall and spooky. Yeah. Everything I was looking at for this week, I was like, ooh, I want to do that for Halloween. Ooh, I want to save that for Halloween. And then I just realized there was too many. And I was like, um, I have one week out of October because there's yes. three of us. So, yes. <laughs> uh, so I decided that because I am missing it so badly and it is literally, a, we're in Satan's taint. Uh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> here in July. I hate it so much. So anyway, so I decided to go a little spooky, a little Halloween-y. Woo! Yes. And you know what? <laughs> Starbucks rolls out the pumpkin spice latte in August. The end Hell of So yeah. spooky August. season Starts in you know, beginning of it's August. It's always That's spooky when I, season, though. It's always spooky season It really for is. Us. Honestly, it is. I could, I, it, it, yes. Like, I keep, like, these orange bulb, like, these orange Halloween lights. Mm-hmm. I think they're technically mm-hmm. Halloween lights. I keep them up all year. I have my yes. over it. here. I just, it's the only good time. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. That's not dramatic. I'm not being dramatic. Don't take it back. Never. Oh, I agree with you. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go. Yes. Yes. When we think of witches in America, we think Salem. But in Connecticut, at least nine people were hanged for familiarity with the devil by 1663, nearly 30 years before Salem's hysteria. Mm. Is familiarity with the devil? That was Metallica's second album's title, yeah. (laughs) Was it? No. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. What a clinical name for a metal album. Familiarity with the devil. (laughs) (laughs) The first person to be put to death in Connecticut for being a witch was Elsie Young, who was hanged in Windsor, Connecticut in 1647. All in all, before the Salem witch trials in Connecticut, 35 people were tried and 29 people were convicted. And now all of this is just a background for today's story. One reason the Salem witch trials and witch trials elsewhere, especially Mm -hmm. here in in America, were able to happen was because of the Puritan practice of mutual watch. So there was an idealized city on the hill in a Puritan society where vigilance by pastors and lay people was required to prevent one sinner from infecting the whole community. So parishioners or people who lived in in the town were literally spying on each other to keep an eye on the moral behaviors of their neighbors. Oh, 
God. Wow. It's like yeah. everybody's in the worst homeowners association. It's literally. God well, damn. Honestly, yeah, it's literally like the, the secret, the Gestapo secret police. It's like the encouraged, yeah. the encouraged, like, what is it? Um, snitching. Snitching or whatever, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's, so no one feels comfortable. No one feels, everyone has to be on their game all the time because everyone is told to watch each other. So snooping on the neighbors was easy in these towns because they were usually no more than 150 people crowded into a small area Mm -hmm. around like a common in the middle of town. And then we broke up from there, Mm -hmm. but by the uh, early 1900s, new England, new Englanders, um, multiplied and moved out from those towns. And so now when you have towns of a thousand and more, this mutual watch program sort of falls apart. There's too many people. And with that many people, they're not all going to be Puritans and they're not all going to care about the same things. Right. And after Salem, the rest of the colonies and New England was sort of fucking horrified by the Puritans and their their witch hunt. New Englanders viewed it as uh, the government running amok, is what one quote says. Oh, God. So, and then after 20 people were executed uh, in Salem, no one was ever again indicted or convicted or executed for witchcraft in New England. But... That didn't mean the fear of and belief in witches was not still very real in 1783 when our star is born. Mm -hmm. A star is born. A star. So Hannah Hovey was born. (laughs) Hannah Hovey. And I don't know what her maiden name was. and It's not recorded anywhere. Hannah was born in Monroe, Connecticut in 1783, and nearly nothing is known about her except that she married Captain Joseph Hovey, and they lived in Craigley Hill in Monroe, Connecticut. And I actually don't think, is it Monroe or Monroe? It's probably Monroe. 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 Okay. I don't know know why, but in everything I was looking at, they needed to mention that it was likely that he was much older than her, Mm -hmm. and they, they never had children. The captain died unexpectedly one night when he went out for his normal evening walk, but somehow he became disoriented and fell off a cliff. Oh, no. no. I've become disoriented and I'm falling off a cliff. That's my Connecticut guy. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're doing a great job. Like, imagine, like, a sweater just, like, tied around his shoulders. Shoulders. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I'm picturing like a, a like a cream sweater with a navy line, navy yes. horizontal mm-hmm. lines. Boat shoes all the time. A red cravat, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I've never been to Connecticut. So not believing that the captain could have been the victim of such an odd accident, neighbors quickly started whispering that he had been bewitched by Hannah. And this is when Hannah became Hannah Crana. Hannah Crana. Hannah Crana. Crana being Scottish for rocky place because he fell off a cliff. Oh. oh. Okay. So Hannah okay. Crana. You know, like it's it takes a step or two, but you get there. Right, right, right. 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 So Hannah never remarried. 
And she just did that thing that I love, which is she just dressed in heavy black gowns with long skirts. And when she walked, her lace flowed in the breeze. Oh, you better work, oh, bitch. Fuck yes. Uh, okay, so like my partner's thing. never going to die. But no, if never. for some reason my spells didn't work and he does, uh, yeah. absolutely nothing yes. but black and a huge lace I want it train yes. forever. Forever. And Hardcore I want a huge- morning clothes forever. Yeah, I want a huge black umbrella made of lace. Yes. I just, yes. oh, I can't wait to be my Victorian <laughs> Gothic princess. Okay. She dressed all in black. She flapped in the breeze. Her husband's death left her in poverty. She often insisted that the neighbors give her free food or firewood. And if they didn't immediately comply, she relied on her reputation as a witchy weirdo and would threaten them. I love it. She made a habit of putting, quote, curses, quote, <laughs> on neighbors to get what she wanted. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Hannah. She's my new Honestly, favorite person. I love her so much because she's like, these fucking idiots are so stupid. I can just tell them I'm going to curse them. <laughs> So here's some examples. Her neighbor, her closest neighbor was renowned for her baking skills. And she had one day made a number of pies in a number of sizes. Mm-hmm. Hannah came walking over because I'm just picturing like a Bugs Bunny cartoon with like the mm-hmm. smell lines. And she's just like <laughs> being led by her nose to the window, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's what I, in and, and like her whole, in all of her garb and her, her veil and all of it. So she wanted one. The neighbor gave her the smallest pie, but that wasn't good enough for Hannah. So she asked for the largest pie, but (laughs) the neighbor was like, no bitch, get away. I already gave you the pie I'm going to give you. And Hannah Crana then put a spell on her. (laughs) Every pie the neighbor made after that were just not as good. So that's the first. <laughs> That'll show her. She spooked this bitch so hard she yeah. can never make a good like, pie again. This is just, oh this is just mind games. This I is just mind games. This. this is just like, she's just like, I curse you. And so the, the outcome of this heinous curse for this heinous witch is that her pies were just not as good. I as love they that. They're not even bad. It. They're just not no, as not good because Hannah didn't even do bad. shit. This other bitch no. is just like too insecure no, and she too just scared of curses head. and got in her fucking she head. Yes. Her Hannah, <laughs> mind games. Hannah, yes. No, I, listen, I'm into it. And then another story. She finds a young man fishing on her property in a pond. Mm-hmm. I think he was pulling in a trout and Hannah caught him and he did not have permission. Hannah cursed him and the man never caught another fish as long as he lived what so this is the level of cursing we're talking about this is not like demonic cursing this is not like cursing you to hell this is just like your life is going to be just a little bit worse not even enough to matter (laughs) yeah but just like a little more inconvenient this is the petty magic that i fucking love and these- yeah. No, it is. This is this is the this is what I want. Yes. If this was what all witchcraft was, just like just like pettiness, I, I'd be Fuck so yes. into it. Because well, these bozos believe that it's all real, right? And so, yes. like, that's the she doesn't even have to work at it. She's yeah. like, she's like, you're cursed. And so the curse that they put on their fucking selves yeah. uh-huh. is just like, 
oh, I guess it's she was mad at me because I was fishing and now I just I can't I can't do it. I've got the yips for fishing. That's exactly what it is. That is exactly oh my what God, it is. That's also, hilarious. I need to commend you. Excellent use of bozo. Excellent. Use yeah. Of bozo. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Okay. And then the final one, the legend goes, two men driving an ox cart full of hay stopped in front of her house to mock her. Hannah Crana bewitched the oxen and the cart and the ox stopped moving and the wheels fell off the cart. <gasps> okay. That one's pretty badass. Kind of Honestly, Hannah, that's kind of creepy. Did you, Hannah, did you she do probably, it? Fuck I don't yes. know, but I hope did she did. Did you fucking do it, Hannah? After this, uh, after this um, stunt, shall we say, uh, it was uh, around this time that she was, uh, townspeople started calling her the Wicked Witch of Monroe. <laughs> I would fucking Sexy. bathe in that nickname Me every too. day. Revel in it. Yes. Me oh, too. Wicked Witch of Monroe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many believed her house on the hill was guarded by a, quote, army of snakes and that the birds yes. on her property were invulnerable to hunters <laughs> speaking of birds hannah had a badass bff in the form of an all-black rooster named Burius. yes Burius. b-o-r-e-s Burius is how i was told it was pronounced Burius. okay who only crowed at midnight Oh my God. Yes. Oh, yeah. this chick fucking mm-hmm. rules. Mm-hmm. She's literally everything. She's I the be. best chick ever. She is who I want to grow up to be even now. <laughs> even now. Except like the poverty, you know, except like that some of the part. bad stuff. But yeah, like, gotta, like there's no fridge. Ugh, there's... None at all. Yeah, no. Many believe that Boreas was. Hannah's familiar. Uh-huh. Of course. Of course. I mean, duh. For those who aren't in the know, familiars were thought to be demonic spirits that assumed the shape of an animal. It's sometimes humanoids, sometimes humans, usually though an animal, in order to serve the witch. Most thought that every witch had a familiar during these times, during the New England witch panics, the 1600s. It was believed that every witch had a familiar. Mm -hmm. It was just a generally held belief that animals who formed a close bond with a human were believed to be under the witch's spell. So if you had a pet who liked you, couldn't even have a a witch. Yeah. No, no, not even just like a little barn cat who like liked you. And also like people in their 30s who stayed home from school a lot on passions, the witch Tabitha (laughs) had a familiar, a human familiar, Mm -hmm. which was weird, who was a a little person named Timmy. Yes. So instead of crowing at dawn, like I said, he only only crowed at midnight, which was usually known as the witching hour, which was dated back to ancient times and it's the hours from midnight to 3 a.m., and they have always been marked by a high amount of supernatural activity. Of course. Yeah, that's midnight to 3 a.m. was my mm-hmm. prime fan fiction reading time when I was in middle <laughs> and high school. That was when Definitely. hobbits were fucking. It was non-canonical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> non-canonical. <laughs> Also, people during the 1800s were real superstitious and believed that roosters who crowed at any hour after sunset were literally communicating dire news from the supernatural realm, usually (laughs) foretelling someone's death to the community. And her bad attitude didn't endear her to her fellow man either. Sure, sure. (laughs) 
But what was interesting about Hannah and wildly different from Salem times is that Hannah was not always casting bad spells on her neighbors. One summer, a severe drought devastated the farming communities of the area. And desperate for any solution, one of the farmers called upon Hannah to use her powers to bring rain. And Hannah is alleged to have obliged and said to have promised, quote, by sundown on the morrow, your wish shall be granted. Mm. And regardless of whether or not Hannah was a witch, the next day there was a substantial downpour. Yes. You know what? You got to you got to give them a little bit. Give them a little bit of the carrot as well as the stick. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, as as happens in late December of 1859, tragedy struck and Boreas died. No. Yeah. <sighs> Grief stricken. forever in our hearts. He does. He does. Grief stricken, Hannah made a final resting spot for her beloved pet in the exact center of her garden. And she was said to have um, a bizarre funeral service. And I couldn't get too many details, but some suggestions were she could have, one, wrapped the rooster in cloth and lit candles or held an offering of flowers to the moon. Yes. Many people said the only time Hannah ever cried in her life is when her beloved rooster died. Mm. And Hannah was known Just to like say... Like a slideshow mm-hmm. of them on vacation. Just her and the black rooster. <laughs> Just that sad Sarah McLachlan yes, song. Yes, that's exactly. Yes. Yes. And she was known to say, quote, now I will soon depart this life. Most people believe that she was stating the obvious because everyone knew the death of a familiar was the death of a witch. Ooh. Hannah gave strict instructions for her own funeral. Quote, I must not be buried until after sundown and there must be ample bearers to carry me to my gravesite. My wishes must yes. be followed or trouble and vexation shall fall upon yes. all of you. So oh, she absolutely. even knows. She's not like cursing them to hell. She's not like even trying to like hurt them. She's just like, I will vex you. I will make this <laughs> difficult and annoying for you. Because I am that yeah. I, I love her so much. Yes. And just like that, that she's even her final, mm-hmm. her final act yes. is going to be Vexation. to make her shithead neighbors Carry plan her. and execute mm-hmm. her, her badass funeral. Yeah. It's awesome. Like I've got you wrapped around my little finger, even when I'm fucking dead. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, and her, God, yes. And her date of death is unknown because she died somewhere between December of 1859 and January of 1860. Uh-huh. One particular wish was for her pallbearers to carry her above their heads from her home to the Gregory's <laughs> Four Corner Cemetery, where she was to be put to rest nearly five miles away. Making them hold her above <laughs> their heads. Now that is it a is, power move. Just making it so difficult. So unfortunately, it was winter in New England. So instead, they placed her coffin on a sled. <laughs> However, they only made it several... Get ready to be vexed, fuckers. They only made it several yards down the road when the coffin fell off the sled and slid no! halfway back to her house. Oh, no. no, it was a coffin flop. A real-life yes. coffin flop. Yes. If anybody has seen... Um, I think you should leave the excellent sketch series by Tim Robinson. There's a great sketch called Coffin Flop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know what it is exactly, but this sounds like a coffin flop. It's what it sounds like. 
It's what it sounds like. So it slid nearly all the way back to her house. So unnerved, the group of men placed it back on the sled and used chains to secure it in place. A few of the men even got on top of the casket to ensure it stayed put. And this worked. I mean, just lift it over your heads. This worked until they reached the final crest of the hill just before the cemetery. (laughs) The coffin began to shake so fiercely that those who sat perched upon it tumbled helplessly to the ground. Haunted by Hannah's warning of what would befall them should her last wishes be ignored, the terrified group decided they would carry by hand her coffin the rest of the way. You should have just listened to her. (laughs) Right? I just, it was very simple. As they returned to their homes, the group of men were startled by a loud clap of thunder and the cold winter night sky became illuminated by a, quote, hellish blaze. You better work, bitch. They soon realized that Hannah's home was engulfed in flames. Still spooked by the unexplainable events of her funeral procession, no one was brave enough to venture out over and put the fire out. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. When I when my familiar dies and then I die, will be tied. I am abs. Yes. Yes. You didn't listen, so now I'm setting my own fucking shit on fire to freak you out. Oh yes, stunt queen. Yep. Absolutely, the stunt stunt queen. queen. Absolutely, in the best way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the fire is said to have smoldered for days. Yes. So what happened after her death? Hmm. Some sources allege that her tombstone has been stolen and replaced many, many times in the 180 years since her death. And I'd be sorely tempted to steal it. Yeah. Listen. And the one present in the cemetery is actually is, is thought to just be a marker for Hannah and not her actual burial site. Locals speak of strange, unexplained occurrences near her home and in the graveyard where she's buried. And according to more recent legend, a ghostly figure sometimes appears in the graveyard <laughs> and causes passing cars to crash, which is less like Camp Spooky. <laughs> it's Whoa. said on certain misty nights after midnight, the ghost of an old woman will suddenly appear in the middle of Spring Hill Road, which will cause the driver to lose control of the car, careen up the embankment, and crash directly into her headstone. What? Um, and then I just wrote, <laughs> kind of badass. That's all I could say about yeah. it. Like, I'm picturing, like, 80s action movie. Like, we we spin, yes. we spin, we're out of control, we slide, we're up an embankment, and we land and crash right into it. Yes, I'm, yes. It's I'm like a Beverly it. Hills cop yes. sort of, like... But it's scene. dark, and it's misty, and it's foggy, and there's a ghost. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beverly Hills goth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the ghost often materializes with her hands extended outward as though she were begging. In at least one incident, she appeared one night during a full moon at the window of an old farmhouse and asked a young girl sleeping in the room if she could spare her any pies. Any pies? Many mu- mm. Hey, love, you any got pies? any pies? Give her the biggest one. The best prize in the biggest fucking one, or you'll never bake a really good one again. It'll just just be okay. It'll be fine. It's perfectly fine. Many Monroe residents believe that if you visit her gravesite, you must leave a token at her headstone, or you will face her wrath. When you like look at pictures of her gravestone, many leave coins and small keepsakes. And honestly, 
my opinion on her is that she was curmudgeonly before, even before her husband died. But then after that, she was basically destitute and had no way to support herself. And on top of that, she was also just kind of an asshole. Yes. And people in this time were not the take care of your neighbors type. If you were experiencing hardship, it was because you sinned or because you deserved it or because you're being punished. And the only way to survive was to steal or beg. Societally speaking, she offered no value to the town and she was odd and different. She was an elderly widowed woman, which just was another way of saying financial burden. So if there was any opportunity to place the blame on the sufferer, it was taken. And that is the story of Hannah Crana. I love oh, it. The Wicked I Witch of Monroe, her. Connecticut. I love her. And way to like fucking turn it on its head. Like, oh, now I'm alone and they're not gonna take care of me by choice. Mm-hmm. But I can... My survival is in my them. hands. So I will yeah. beg, borrow, steal... And I will survive. Wow. Yeah. And fuck those fucking people. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Give me a pie. Yeah. No, not that one. Your biggest pie. No. Oh, oh. no. A curse upon you. Stupid I, pies. Yeah. If I am not channeling Hannah Crana in my 60s and 70s. Yes. What do you I've mean? Failed. I'm starting in my 40s. I am becoming full-blown Victorian widow in my 40s. That's who I'm going to yes. be. That's the next stage of my life. Get those pies. Get those fucking pies. I will pies. have the and listeners, pie. You get your pies. However you need to, you get the biggest fucking pie. Do not settle for the smallest pie. No, never settle for the smallest pie. Never. So. Oh, miss, thank you so much for the, the tale uh, of Hannah Crana. You're welcome. She Gorgeous. rules. She's the I best. I was just like, I couldn't figure out I couldn't land on what I wanted. And then everything I learned about her, I was like, oh, what's that? And then I was like, oh, what's One that? after the other. She's just, a, she's just a great petty old bitch, and I love her. I want to get her tattooed on me now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, would-be, like, drawings of her, but nobody Ugh. knows. Like, they're usually not old enough to actually be her. It's usually yeah. just, like, a picture of, like, an old hag, you know, that kind of <laughs> old witchy lady. I just want, I want like, a... What like a Judy Dench? <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. glorious! That would actually not be bad. Yeah, yeah. Or if we want to go like hot, then we go like Tilda Swinton in like ten years, fifteen years. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Okay, let's do that one. Yeah, let's do that one. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one's a lot better yeah. than what I was yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. If you all happen to be listening, also love it. Would you be so kind to let us know in a little rate or review? And five stars, or we vex you. We will. You will be curse you with vexation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good luck making a good pie if you yeah. rate us four stars or mediocrity below. upon You'll your never life. Never catch another fish. Good luck even making scrambled eggs. Yeah, they're gonna be edible. They're not gonna be good. Full of shells, fine. though. They'll be crunchy. Full of shells. They will be crunchy eggs. But if but you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you feel so inclined and you want to send us a little kudos or a suggestion or a correction, please feel free to do so at creepyinquiriespod at gmail.com. 
You can also hit us up on social media. You're most likely to find us on Instagram at Creepy mm-hmm. Inquiries Pod. And then you can also check out our sources and show notes on our website at creepyinquiriespod.com. Yay. Yeah. Thank you, miss. Yeah. Edie, thank you for um, being our audience of one yes. today. Oh, yeah. Yes. I did so much work. So thank you for well, making me. You're so prepared <laughs> for next week. <laughs> when it is your time to yeah, we'll have a Yeah, we'll have a fun time next week with yeah. our spoof. Love it. Yeah. Well, and until next time. Good.